Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we're talking cookbooks. What is your go-to cookbook? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What's your go-to cookbook? Give us a call, 651-641-1071. We want to talk to you. Bradley, why are we asking? Uh, Well, I spent the weekend with a bunch of cookbook nerds, myself included, uh, for Stephanie March, Stephanie Hansen's weekly dish annual cookbook swap for charity over at uh, the market at Malcolm Yards. And it gave me some insights on people's cookbook habits, but it also gave me the opportunity to hear from people like, oh, you have to have this cookbook because it's my go-to. Or, Mm. oh, this is like, I can't believe somebody brought this cookbook in because like I use this cookbook all the time. Mm -hmm. And I realize everybody has their own version of that cookbook. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I know my talkers, mostly because I saw some of you this weekend because you would uh, not be surprised to learn that a lot of Weekly Dish listeners also listen uh, to the Colleen and Bradley show. Yes, hello, friends. Hello, friends. Uh, we're one big happy family here at my talk. So, who likes food? Six, five, especially those of us who like food. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like food? But we get real weird about food. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What's your go to cookbook? And um, while we're waiting, I can share with you uh, some patterns that I noticed. Yeah, but I, I do also want to know if you have a cookbook that for you is your go-to. Yes. Do you want to know that first? Sure, why not? I I have two. One of them is called Pinterest, and I know that doesn't count. Oh, yeah. But very often, just for like the day-to-day like food operations of the Lindstrom family kitchen, um, Pinterest is where I go because that's kind of where I collect all the good stuff. But in terms of like the one that we have on our shelf, and this is one, this was my mom's go-to cookbook, and then I was gifted. There's actually two of them, but... I don't. I wonder if you've ever heard of a cookbook called Colorado Collage. No, I have no idea what that is. So it's a collection of many, many recipes, but it's like a community um, submitted or what's the word like uh, yeah. contributed sourced. Yeah. yeah, like that's a community yeah. cookbook. It's a community cookbook. Which, by um, the way, there were tons of those this weekend. Oh, the, because I honestly church think, cookbooks, community organizations, yeah. corporate. You know, company cookbooks. Yeah. I just feel like you get a really good variety of stuff. And it, it, truly with this Colorado collage and then the other one, the second one that we have is the creme de Colorado um, one between those two cookbooks. There's just such a variety of really amazing dishes. And my mom always cooked out of it and she would keep notes on every recipe like I would do this differently. I'd add this yeah. or everybody Those loved it. Super helpful. Right. Super helpful. And so I have not only my own versions, but I also have hers so I can go back and reference the things that I loved when we were a kid, yeah. when we were a kid, when I was a kid. I mean, you're many people. True. What is um, 
What even what is, is time? time? Um, but Bradley, what are some of the, because I was really curious about like the trends that you notice. Yeah. So in addition to uh, the cookbook chat, so call us with your favorite cookbook. We've got some listeners um, emailing and sending us tweets that we can get to in just a moment. But the patterns are, were things like, first of all, let's just say <laughs> there were a lot of Rachel Ray cookbooks. Oh. Like there were a lot. Like, compared to any other sort of celebrity chef Mm -hmm. in the donate pile, because it was a cookbook swap, I should say. This, again, was all for charity, Second Harvest. They do this every year. First time I got the chance to go. And my job, like, I just showed up to help. So I was, like, literally categorizing cookbooks and taking them when people would bring them in. I'd take them. And it was kind of fun to just, like, play Tetris with cookbooks. Mm -hmm. And put them all on the Rachel Ray table. And, well, I I literally said to Stephanie March, I was like, "Uh, I think we need a Rachel Ray table because... Now, that said, I think all but two of her cookbooks went away. Like they were picked up. Interesting. But like you could, I was like, okay, so people have gotten over it. You know what the other second group of cookbooks was? It wasn't people. It was a kind of cookbook that people brought. Like church cookbooks. No, there were, there were plenty of those. um, And those were fun to like read through. I was like, oh, I kind of want some of these. Because they're just fun to me. They're just fun to read in history. I'm not making like wiener surprise. I'm sorry. Like, there was one that had like, you know, uh, blue punch and it was just like bright with like blue food coloring. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not anyway. Um, no, the second most common type of cookbook that was donated, like people were returning essentially, like getting rid of was like diet cookbooks. Oh, like Weight Watchers South cookbook. Beach. Uh, Weight Watchers, low carb, and you know, like low salt or no MSG cooking. The Atkins diet. Yeah, like tons of those. And I was like, of course. And a lot of those were left on the table. Interesting. Um, Well, that actually tells an interesting story, too. Well, it's because people are like this. Yeah, I'm done with this. Like, I want to make foods. Yeah. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your go to cookbook? We've got a few callers. Uh, let's go first to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Chris, what's your go to cookbook? I'm old, so of course it's going to be the joy of cooking because I don't think you can do much better than Julia Child. Mm, I hear you. Uh, and the, joy of the thing is, I, over the years, I've looked at all kinds of different cookbooks. I mean. I've seen stuff like the 6,000 best recipes for carrots. Yeah. And (laughs) it's just, uh, I come back to joy of cooking every time. It's it's the one my mother used, and it's the one that I use. I've always used. And it's been around since like the 30s, and they've been updating it like regularly ever since. Yes, they have. Standard cookbook. Chris, thank you for your call. It's not Julia Child. Um, Right. What is, uh, the joy of cooking is uh, Irma Rambauer. Uh-huh. I didn't know that, but it's not uh, Julia. But Julia also, you know, there was one joy of cooking that mm-hmm. showed up. There was like one Julia Child cookbook. And I thought that's a testament because most right? people are, like are holding. They're going to hang on to those. those. Um, can I ask that? Because my other go to is the plaid or like the like the plaidish um, Better Homes and Gardens cookbook. That has like all the classics in there. So I use that for like Thanksgiving stuff and whatever. Did people bring those in? There were a lot of those like basic cookbooks because I think you do need to like if you if you are just learning how to, you know, cook. Mm -hmm. I think it's good to have like a, you know, a general reference that's going to tell you how to boil potatoes. Oh, yeah. You know, that for me was our we always had a 
Betty Crocker cookbook. Yep, how to bat, how to spatchcock a chicken. Exactly. All those things are all in there. Okay, let's go to Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Lynn, what's your go-to cookbook? My go-to cookbook is the old-fashioned Betty Crocker cookbook. Yep. Yes. It's a good one, right? You still use it. I use it so much that the apple pie recipe page, you can hardly read it anymore. Yeah, and I bet there's bits of apple pie stuck to it. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have the one that has, like, the circle on the front with, like, the, it looks like a pie, or the one that's sort of like a grid? I have the grid. My yes. grandmother had the one with the pie on. Yeah, so we have the pie one, and my grandmother had the grid one, and, um, and I, that is my apple pie cookbook. Got it. I am with Can't you. Beat it. I know it's so true. Thank you, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. And let's go to Barb. We've got Barb on the line. Hi, Barb. What is your go-to cookbook? Well, I do love all the classics that people have been talking about, but this is kind of a modern one that I keep finding myself going to. It's called Run Fast, Eat Slow, and oh. it's um, the publisher is, or I mean, the author is an Olympic medalist, kind of a runner gal, and and the recipes for athletes. I myself am, am not an athlete. But I do love the recipes. Huh. That's a good uh, good suggestion. I've not heard of this cookbook. Thank you. Yeah, I think you'd really like it, Bradley. All right. What's your favorite dish from it? Um, I the one I probably made the most is the make ahead breakfast burritos. Mm. Yum. You can oh plus I should say too, my husband um can't have gluten, so There's a lot of um, earmarks for uh, sure for gluten-free stuff, for yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you, Barb. Thanks, Barb. I, I will tell you one last one before we go because she just reminded me of this, and I think I actually heard about this from the staffs. It's called uh, Crockpot 365, and it was, or, or I don't know if that's actually the name of the cookbook, but that is the. Um, it's written by Stephanie O'Day, who did a website where she literally made crockpot meals. Every, Every day single for day for a year. Yeah. And whenever I want to make a crock pot meal, that is the only place I go. Yeah. And also, if like I want something new that I haven't done before or something kind of fun, there's so many original like things you don't usually make in a crock pot in there. But also she's she's a mom of a of a gluten-free family. And so everything is, can be made gluten-free. And she tells you how to do that and how to do it if you aren't gluten-free as well. Awesome. No. That's kind of sneaky. I bet you had a fun time. Did you did. come away with some stuff? Oh, I got a couple books. Yes, of okay. course. Less than I brought because that was my goal. Is like don't bring back more than you bring because mm-hmm. I don't need to add to my collection. Collection, right? But yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I want to tell you a weird story. Oh. Um, because I heard the story and now I have to share it with you, and it has to do with Ed Sheeran, Sam Smith. Elton John and a gigantic statue Ooh. of the male anatomy. Oh. It's such a weird story. I have problems with it. I don't understand it, but I'm going to share it with you when we come back after this on My Talk 1071.